What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford Engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets. Yeah, I said it. Risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Saturday morning. Max, what's going on? I think you guys are going to start doing the tinfoil hat theory that I'm, I'm just uh, showing up uh, just in time to avoid saying anything in the pre-show, right? It might be. <laughs> it's funny. We were talking about that yesterday on, on Twitter of how uh, yesterday's post show went a little bit off the rails and, and how uh, people people want access to that. It's like, too bad, too bad. Max, he's already got the pre-show stuff that he throws into these fucking songs every week. Post show's off limits. Sorry, people. You take You take our pre-show and post-show, particularly the post-show, we might lose the show altogether. That shit got recorded. Sometimes we're a little bit off the rails. <laughs> a, a little bit, a little bit. What's going on? Six Panther, Six Panther, you were taking a victory lap when you uh, talked to me this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, I, I ran into this last year, and I'm really not, I'm, I'm really not gloating. Just sometimes things just fall into place. But seven and one yesterday, Panther Parlay hit again. And I, I just feel like we're at that point of the season where I'm getting a pretty good read on, especially some of these basketball teams. Hockey, I feel like I'm a little lucky because I don't know shit. But um, <laughs> yeah, another, another good day. So um, yeah, a little victory lap. There you go. Good job. But I think I went one on one, so <laughs> survived, survive and move on. That's my that's my modus operandi here in the NBA. Uh, here it is. Here's the board for Week 14, Max. Wow, you're gonna bust out Panthers bifocals there. I'm trying to make it bigger. Is it- I know, I know, I know. That's what she said. Uh- <laughs> I say that's your fault. It's not bigger. <laughs> oh my god. Like Dallas at Washington. Right to it. 
Ah, man, listen, divisional games are always tough to bet on. Uh, we, we certainly established that fact last week, and, and this one is definitely interesting as the Washington Football Limited Liability Corporation is riding a pretty nice win streak. And if Washington wins this game, it puts pressure on Dallas from here on out. Can we mute him? I keep getting feedback. Can he mute himself? Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, it's going to put pressure on Dallas from here on out because Philly's creeping up pretty behind them too, right? I think it makes it more fun because, as I mentioned last week, all the NFC East teams play each other from here on out. It's For the rest of the season, it's pretty much uh, NFC East. Dallas, they haven't been unbeatable lately either, right? Uh, health is a big issue for them. Uh, we know Zeke has a banged-up knee. Tony Pollard, he just injured his foot. And that defense has been injured since, I think, the preseason. I think this is the first week that that defensive line is finally going to play as they designed it in the offseason. Uh, Washington, we know they're playing some pretty good football lately. They're controlling the clock. Antonio Gibson is running the ball. And Washington, as putrid as their defense was earlier in the year, they are a top-10 defense right now. I think they're going to give Dallas some problems. But ultimately, I think Dallas is the better team. I think there's a bit of fool's gold in Washington right now. I think they're winning some games that they should be winning. I like the fact that you know Dallas's offense can just, just put it all together and put up some fucking points. I don't know if Taylor Hernicki and Washington can put up points and match Dallas here. And it's not like the Cowboys have someone like Mike Zimmer as their head coach. It's Mike McCarthy. What could go wrong here? $50 bet on the Cowboys. I'll tell you what could go wrong is Mike McCarthy came right out and said he guarantees Cowboys are winning this game. <laughs> yeah, that, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, my God, why would you? Bulletin board material for Washington. But you, look, you're right. Washington, they held Vegas to 15 points, Seattle to 15, Carolina to 21, and the Super Bowl champs to 19 on this four-game winning streak. The defense really has corrected itself from what was an abysmal first half of the season. And here they are now just sitting, you know, kind of in the wild card, fighting off San Francisco and Minnesota. This is a big game for Washington. Dallas, they've got a little leeway. They could probably maybe lose it when you look at the bigger picture. But if they were to lose this game, then they're only – one game ahead of Washington. So it's kind of a, a big must-win game for both teams. In the end, I agree with Max. I think Dallas just ultimately has too much firepower. The offense is healthy. They got Lamb back. They got Cooper back. I don't know about Zeke, the running game. So I expect Dak to throw the ball a lot. But at four and a half, I'm going to trust the Cowboys this week and put 50 bucks on the pukes. You are going to do it. Okay. I was getting ready for I thought money line might be coming your way or something to – Soften the blow. I like Washington with the five points. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on Thursday. Uh, I, I just I really like Washington with a, an odd number. That plus five is always an odd number. We know divisional games are always weird. So give me 25 bucks on the Washington, what you call them? The Limited Liability Corporation. Plus five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, let's move on. Uh, listen, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment. We know that. So let's jump into another divisional game here. Jacksonville heading to Tennessee. Jags have lost four games in a row, coming off of that 30-point loss to the Rams last week. The Titans, they've lost two in a row, and they've kind of let that AFC one seed, possibly the AFC South, slip from their grasp. Not fully. It's still in their grasp, but it's slipping from their grasp. 
Jags are the perfect team to cure their L's. Four times this year, teams on losing streaks were able to get right by playing Jacksonville. For the Titans, I think this is a chance to get a win in that win column, but they need to fix some things long-term. Tennessee's offensive line is not very good right now. Tannehill is constantly under pressure. Only two quarterbacks have been sacked more than him. It's Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. They rank 25th in sacks allowed per game. Uh, Teams are just pressuring them. They're just going to throw the pressure at them. They're going to make Tannehill make some bad decisions. Still, it's the goddamn Jaguars. I don't know if they have the personnel to risk putting pressure on the quarterback without risking giving up some big plays. I just, I think Tennessee, it's a get right week. It's a get right game. And they do get it right. A $50 bet on Tennessee. Uh, again, a lot of a lot of support here. Jackson, look, if Tennessee loses to Jacksonville, I may not bet Tennessee the rest of the season. This is a team, the last two weeks, they've only mustered 13 points in each of their games. Now, New England, somewhat understandable. New England's been playing outstanding defense. But Houston, really? And if you come in in three weeks' time, if you lose to Houston and Jacksonville, I'm going to start screaming for another coach to get fired. Um, just inexcusable. I know they're it's not the same team without Derrick Henry, and they're not running the ball anywhere close to as effective without Derrick Henry. But God damn it, the Jaguars, seven points against the Rams, 14 against the Falcons, 10 points against the 49ers. They did manage 17 against the Colts, but the Titans can't bitch Jacksonville. There's going to be a lot of heads to roll. I'm betting Titans do get it correct. So uh, $50 on the boys from Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to lean that way with you and not sink your sink your boat here. <laughs> it just, yeah. Tennessee doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in me. Uh, the line shifting the way it was, too, doesn't inspire confidence in me. What did it open up? 11? Something like that? Jeez, and now it's down to 8? Yeah, so a lean from me on Tennessee. You guys are going to catch this one, though. Certainly hope so. Hey, um, let's, let's talk about an interesting one. It, it wasn't as interesting when I started uh, looking into it, but it, it took a turn. Uh, that's Detroit at Denver. And the reason that it took a turn is a, just a shocking, shocking death to Demarius Thomas. I remember seeing Demarius Thomas out there playing with Peyton Manning uh, you know, not too long ago. And, and so uh, he suddenly uh, passed away. So I think there's going to be an emotional game for uh, Denver out there. Still, you know, emboldened by their big win over the Vikings, uh, the Lions, they're going to try for two in a row. I think Dan Campbell is got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and rightfully so. I I do like him as a coach. I don't think he's got much talent on that team, but I do like him as a coach. And he wants to win some games. He's not satisfied with just kind of playing it out like the the Houston Texans are. And They're just saying, eh, whatever. We're trying to get that one seed. Detroit really does want to win games now the answer is can they win this game and the simple answer is no the more complicated answer is still no i know that denver's coming off of that big stinker against the chiefs last week but at six and six they're still in the hunt for the afc west they've got a top 10 defense their rushing game has been absolutely fucking stellar the past month i think this is going to be an ugly one i think this is this is not going to be a pretty game and for a team that just averages 19.8 points per game to be a 10-point favorite just seems too much for me. So I know it's going to be an emotional one. I know they want to kind of come out and rip heads off. I just think this Lions team is going to play some competitive football this week. 
$50 bet on Detroit. Yeah, not a game that I'm on. I, I really kind of talked myself out of taking Detroit. Uh, came to the same conclusion that you did. Neither one of these teams exactly light up the scoreboard. So when you're looking at a total of 42 points and Denver's giving up 10 and a half, that just seemed like way too many. Um, you know, the Demarius Thomas thing is, is very sad. Just, uh, just I've never heard the exact reason, but just a medical issue. Uh, 33 years old, uh, just actually announced his retirement this year. So that's going to have some effect in that locker room. Some of those guys probably even played with him um, five years ago or so when he was there. But, uh, yeah, Detroit – they, they look very much improved against, you know, a shitty Viking defense. Uh, Denver sports a much better defense. But when you look at the stats across the board, I'm not finding a 10.5-point difference. I'm finding more of a, you know, 4-6-point to six point difference. So I think the play is Detroit. I just couldn't get there. So uh, moral support on the Lions. Yeah, I, I, I got to agree with you, Max. Everything you said I think is spot on. It just it seems like too many points. I do expect Denver to come out really charged. They can't look any flatter than they did last week. Uh, so I expect a rebound for them. But 10.5 does seem like it's too many points. I'm with you. Detroit, uh, plus 10.5, 25 bucks. Yeah, hey, I mean, golf, how, many baby. Years, how, how many years have we been on Detroit together? And it's gone completely, completely oh, yeah, terrible, well, right? Terrible. <laughs> All right. Um, probably get one more in and then we'll take a break. I want to talk about this Buffalo Tampa Bay game. It might be the game of the week, right? I mean, you know, Tampa, they've won three games in a row. They've they dropped a couple of those games uh, before that. They dropped two games, uh, and they were to good but not great competition. And is that the definition of the Buffalo Bills this year? They're good. They're not great. Um, I I can't really give them too much shit for their loss to the Patriots on Monday night, right? But it was a loss nonetheless, and they can't afford to lose many more games. When I ran my numbers and I, I ran them, you know, through a few things and, and just. I kept coming up with the same thing. It was Tampa Bay by three. And I kind of get it because if, seeing what the Patriots just did against the Buffalo defense, I, I get the feeling that they're going to let Leonard Fournette just run. It's like, stop him. Stop Leonard Fournette. Now, they have Tom Brady at quarterback, so he can't just sit back and twiddle his thumbs. He's going to throw the ball. We know he's going to throw it. But it's not going to be for those big plays. I don't think they're going to see those huge down-the-field plays. I think it's going to be these paper cuts. The Buffalo defense is good uh, against the pass they've got a, a nice secondary but brady can move the ball so i think there's going to be the ball movement i think they're going to get chunks of yards on the ground uh from fournette i think they're going to get those you know second third down you know plays uh, with brady throwing the ball those short passes whatever they're going to move the ball they're going to score some points but on the other hand buffalo should be able to keep up with the offense is that they're going against a team that ranks 20th in passing yards allowed per game i think in many ways, this could be a quote-unquote get-right game for Josh Allen as well. Get his head on right, move the ball against a defense that should be able to uh, you know, uh, move the ball on, and keep up offensively. So I'm going to do two things here. I'm going to bet $50 on Buffalo with the points, because I think this is going to be a close one. And then I'm going to bet another $50 on the over here, because I, I think that goes over, I think this was what, uh, 59 was the was was the total? That I, I saw, something like that. I can't find. I'm seeing fifty four. Yeah, see, I can't find anything close to that, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm fifty four. Uh, my my, to my total was fifty nine. Oh, okay. So I have this game at fifty nine. The total is fifty four. Yeah. So fifty dollar bet on the over as well. 
Yeah, we finally found a game where I just absolutely completely disagree with almost everything you said. Uh, I think we had a preseason notion about Buffalo being the new front runners, the AFCs, the Super Bowl contenders, the this, that, and the other. Josh Allen, MVP, blah, blah, blah. And this Buffalo team, I'm, I'm at the point now in the season where I have to say I was wrong. That's not who this Buffalo team is. Um, their signature wins are beating Miami and Kansas City before they got correct. Right now, they they got slaughtered by the Colts. I'm never getting away from that fucking Jacksonville loss. Um, and, you know, so they beat up on the Saints and the Jets. I can't get excited on that. Tampa Bay have won their last three in a row, and they've scored 30 or more points in each of those three games. Uh, this is the second half of the season, just like we saw last year with Tom Brady and his team. They're just starting to click, starting to put it together. I don't think Buffalo sniffs anything close to 30 points. I don't think three and a half is even – this is a seven to ten point game, maybe even more than that. $50 on the Buccaneers. I'm, it's interesting to me that Buffalo seem to be building their team, especially their defensive side, to beat Kansas City. They didn't anticipate that New England was just going to come out and play 2002 football and just run right over them. And whenever a team gets overly physical with them, Buffalo does seem to have a little bit of problems. Uh, I just don't think Tampa Bay is going to be too overly physical with them. I think Tampa Bay should run the ball, but running the ball doesn't sell TB12 t-shirts here, guys. So I, I wonder if there's going to be a little conflict that Brady wants to, you know, he's here. He's here because he wants to promote his own brand. And you don't promote your own brand by handing the football off. 25 bucks on the bills. Tampa Bay wins, but I don't think they cover. All right. Hey, let's take a quick break and talk about my bookie. Got to head over to mybookie.ag. Lots of things going on there, right? We're, we're talking about football here. We're, we're to, you know, NBA, NHL. They've got some weird ones. You know, Maxi always finds those weird fucking lines and, and weird, you know, I'm sure he, he uh, tomorrow's show, he's going to find something crazy to fucking bet on. I'm just betting football this week, right? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to head over to mybookie.ag. I'm going to use that promo code AbsoluteDJ and I'm going to receive double. My first deposit. I already did that, though, so I can't do that again. But you can. You can go over to my bookie, get double your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I almost also feel like I, I should just throw in the, the, you know, it is the 11th, so you got two more days to order D-Gen gear to get it in time for the holidays. So I, I, that's not an official commercial. I'm just giving you a, 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 just a, a word of warning. If you want some something from the D-Gen shop by Christmas time, you have two more days to do that. Um, that's it for me for now. I might have something else. I, I, I might have something else, but I, I'll leave it to you guys to kind of go over some other games. 
I've only got two more. You know, you, usually when you do your list, we're never even on the same games, and we're on three of the same games. I got a game. I think Arch might even be on this one. Let's take a look at the Baltimore Ravens going to the Cleveland Browns. The, this one, you know, when if you say to me Ravens versus Browns, the first thing to me is Ravens you know, three or four points. I don't like the way Baker Mayfield's been playing. I don't like the way that defense has been been playing. The running back situation's been, you know, hurt, not hurt. Um, but then we get back to the Ravens, and this is a team we just don't trust. Um, they, they took a loss out of the jaws of victory last week by not going to overtime. I'm kind of judging Harbaugh on that loss to Pittsburgh. Uh, but here's the thing. I think the Ravens are the better team, and Vegas is telling me, Cleveland minus three. It's kind of like the new, I don't know if improved, but it's working for me. I'm trusting Vegas here. I'm going to money line because I don't like that three points. I'm going to money line the Browns for 50 bucks. What can I say about this one? I mean, I'm sure Arch is going to say a lot of the same things. The fucking divisional game, stinky ass 2.5. I mean, this, this just, why? Why would you do this to yourself? This is going to be heartbreak city here. This is going to be a one-point fucking game either way. So I understand why you're going to money on the Browns. If you think they're going to win the game, it's probably going to be by a goddamn fucking point. But do we think that the Ravens are going to lose back-to-back games? Is is that going to happen? Possibly. I don't like this Ravens team. We know it. We went over the the D-Gen rank the other day. I don't like this Ravens team. Don't really like this Browns team too, but... I think that the, the play is probably Baltimore here with those points. I just can't do it. A lean on the Ravens. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean the Browns here. I don't like it. The two and a half. I don't like. It didn't open at two and a half. I don't think. Well, it did it action, but I think we saw it somewhere else, like closer to one. Um, yeah, I'll lean Cleveland. I just don't like how public they are, <laughs> and it is two and a half. It's a divisional game. Everything stinks, but. Panther, you're, what'd you get? Minus 155. I'll take that. One more game. Last game for me. Going to take a look at – talk about an opportunity to get right. I don't know. If, apologies to Jacksonville, but I don't think there's a better get-right team than the Houston Texans. And the Seattle Seahawks are going to go down there, fresh off that victory against the 49ers, where Russ actually finally did cook for maybe the first time this season. Uh, Houston is just so bad. They lost 31 to nothing last week to the Colts. Um, they've scored 14 against the Jets, 9 against Miami. They did get that 22 against the Rams, who didn't want to play defense in the fourth quarter, but they were getting shellacked in that game as well. This Houston offense just cannot generate enough points to keep games close. I think this is another opportunity for Seattle to maybe flex a little muscle offensively, maybe Russ to uh, improve his trade stock. And I just find it very unlikely that he's going to be in Seattle next year. Um, But eight and a half, I think it's very doable. So $50 on the sea chickens. You know, what's funny too, is is they're going to have to look back at Seattle and look at that Washington game where they lost that game by two points. Because if they win that one, and then they have this game this week and they win this one. I mean, they're in the same position as a lot of fucking teams in the NFC, you know, bunched together for the playoff hunt. Right now, I think it's a little too, you know, too little too late, right? I mean, they, they are uh, 
maybe uh well i guess there are are no really 500 teams unless you got a tie right i mean you can you can, I guess you can eight and eight eight and one this year but i mean they're looking like a 500 team at best and i don't know if they're going to get there because they pretty much have to win out to to, to do so but you're right. This is a get right t- uh, game. And and the, the Houston's already kind of waved the white flag on the season. Uh, they said that uh, they're going to go with uh, uh, Davis Mills as their quarterback from here on out. They want to see what they have with him. Uh, shit, you know, they should probably just throw Deshaun Watson out there. Like, honestly, just throw Watson out there for the rest of the season and say, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just say, why not? It's it's like the whole, you know, what the fuck is the problem with Houston teams right now? The Rockets fucking not playing John Wall. The goddamn Texans not playing Watson. Just throw them out there. Who cares? They fucking get killed. They get killed. I don't care. I And I think, I think that you're probably right, uh, Panther. I do think Seattle does win this one. They, I got this close to them covering it, but. At home, getting eight and a half points, I'll lean the Texans, but I, I, I would not be surprised if Seattle just comes in and just beats the fuck out of them. Yeah, that would be that wouldn't be a big surprise. Uh, I'll lean Seattle with you. Road team minus eight and a half, even against Houston, I can't be I can't be so willing to jump on it. I still remember what Seattle looked like, you know, every other week. Yeah, the the thirty game losing streak before San Francisco. I, yeah, I, I know that team. Yeah, that um, that team. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's all I have for the NFL. Well, you touched on everything I did. I feel like we should talk about at least one more game. We got a couple minutes to kill. I do have one more game. You gonna do it? I was hoping you guys were gonna talk about it because I'm not betting. I'm 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 not betting the spread on it. I'm gonna bet the total. But I I do want to talk about uh, the Sunday night game. It's Green Bay and Chicago. I believe that's a Sunday night game. Ah, there it is. There it is. Okay. So listen, man, you know, I, this one seems simple to me. Chicago is the third lowest scoring team in the NFL. Packers, very, very good defense. We already know that Aaron Rodgers owns the city of Chicago. Perhaps he owns the whole state of Illinois. I have not verified that, but it could be possible that Rodgers owns that whole state. Panther, I know you drive in and out of Chicago all the time. If you see Aaron Rodgers' name anywhere, you let me know. Unless he single-handedly gets this game to be the over, I just can't see this game producing a ton of points. It's going to be a very warm one in Lambeau tomorrow, uh, about 32, 33 degrees at kickoff time tomorrow. Now on the field, that's going to probably feel like a good what? 20 20 degrees on the field so that's going to add to the fun i just i i see green bay running the ball they we know that they've been putting up some points lately it's gonna be a cold one they want to you know they're gonna fucking just try to like you know get off the field as quick as possible so maybe they try to throw the ball some more with with aaron i i don't know i just have this going under i you know so that's my bet here a 50 bet on the under you know, Green Bay just as a franchise enamors me. This is a city that isn't even as big as the fucking stadium. And they, they support this team. They got their little stock thing that they do. And in, in today's market of billion-dollar franchises, I, I just absolutely love how Green Bay does their franchise. And it so now we're doing prime time, Sunday night, only game, in Green Bay, the frozen tundra, the fans come out. They're like, they're fucking stupid. 20 degrees, like you're talking about, and they won't have a damn jacket on. Painting their – like the environment there is so much fun, so fantastic. The Bears 
you're right. They can't score. They're really struggling to score. But let's listen, 22 against Arizona, 16 against Detroit, 13, 27, 20. Like they're scoring in the 20s. 12 and a half just feels like too many because you're also right about the Packers. They've not, they're only averaging just over 23 points on the season. Um, I'm not really thinking that they cover the 12 and a half unless they shut out the Bears. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to lean Chicago with those points. And given those point totals, look, 24 to 17, put you up 41, nickel in the cushion kind of thing. I, I'm going to lean the over on the total. Oh, you are? Okay. No, I think the under probably is the right play, Max. I, I have it coming in under pretty consistently. Take that for what it's worth. It's not worth much. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, and, and the 12 and a half seems like it's too many. I would be definitely be leaning Chicago here. Was there another game you wanted to look at? Because I, I kind of forced that oh, one. In there. I, was, I was hoping that you guys were going to bet on this one because it's, it's, it's your favorite team, the Packers, Panther. I just, I just assumed that you'd be all over fucking Aaron Rodgers owning Chicago. I... Well, he, he does own Chicago, and he's going to own this game, but 12 and a half, I think, and there's no value in money line in this play. So it, it was a stay clear for me. Okay. I, I definitely think we should talk Raiders Chiefs because this is interesting because we, you know, we, we, we banged this drum so much. That every team that's beaten Kansas City, or at least really enamored, uh, hampered Kansas City, was running this one specific, you know, look of defense. You know, the two high shells, and the Raiders said, "No, nah, that's cool. We're not going to do that." And that's the one game where Kansas City looked like Kansas City this season. Do we think the Raiders are going to adjust, or do you think they're still just going to say, "No, we're good. We've almost got to figure it out now." I, yeah, I, man, I, I was. Really shocked to see minus ten here for the Chiefs again. Like, what was it? Was it minus nine, minus ten last week for them? They covered. No, I yeah, they they did. And and but how often do they cover these fucking? How how often do they cover one? How often do they cover these double digit spreads? It divisional game once again. I got this at like a six point game, right? I got the Chiefs winning this one. I you gotta hope that the the Raiders uh, adjust. You you have to hope that they see something and say. We're going to try to adjust. Whether they have the personnel to execute that, I don't know. We kind of covered a, a lot of this game on the Thursday show regarding uh, the, the fantasy aspects of it. And, and we, we talked about, you know, I talked about how I did not like Josh Jacobs. Panther actually thinks that Josh Jacobs might be able to have a good game this week. Chiefs defense, uh, they, they're probably going to try to keep this low scoring. And I, I don't see this as a, uh, you know, a blowout. So I, I would lean the Raiders here. I really would. Yeah, this is an interesting game because if you, when you think historically or recent history, last couple of years, Raiders and Chiefs, you're thinking explosive offense, high scoring. But listen to this: the Raiders, I take away that the Turkey Day against Dallas, they've scored 15 against Washington, 13 against Cincinnati, 14 against the Chiefs, 16 against the Giants. This is a team that cannot find any offensive rhythm whatsoever um you know a lot of that has happened since you know the the tragic accident involving uh their wide receiver and then they lost gruden and this is just a team in disarray uh the locker rooms and i still beat on the drum that i don't think they have an actual leader i do like Derek carr but i don't know that he's necessarily the rallying force behind the raiders and then you look at the chiefs outside of that thumping of the raiders in this five-game winning streak, they've scored 22, 19, 13, and 20. So they're not exactly an offensive juggernaut either. This is a lot like that Lions-Broncos game. I think the Chiefs win, 
But that 10 points just feels like way too many. Unless the Raiders perform like they did last time, I, I would be inclined to lean the Raiders with those points. But I, I just generally, out of principle, can't bet this game. Yeah, I mean, I'm leaning the Raiders too with that uh, with those points. But after they shit the bed so hard the first time they met, I'm not sure I could trust them either. So I would lean that one. And this is just, it's an interesting game because I, the Raiders had a blueprint, ignored the blueprint. And now I'm curious to see how they react this time when they're going to Arrowhead. And that Chiefs defense all of a sudden turned what from worst to, to one of the best in, in the whole league. Incredible. Spags. Is he some kind of just evil genius? Or, or we just start treating the first, you know, six games of the season as the real preseason since nobody does shit for preseason anymore. We said the, we said the same thing with Miami. We see, uh, there's a lot of those teams. Lot that of just, teams uh, Washington as well. Washington, right? I mean, yeah. all, all these guys that we thought were going to have these really good defenses – no preseason it took them a while to get things going and now uh, down the stretch their their defense is playing like it needs to down the stretch <laughs> yeah some teams are doing the opposite hello dallas all right we talked about football and only football max that's it for me download the dgens app for android or ios and let us know you think about our picture picks anyone's picks over on twitter at betting absolute no matter where you listen to that please highest rating comment subscribe download and listen to every single episode panther please take us home Take you home with this week's NFL Panther Parlay. I do like the Cowboys to cover that four and a half. I like the Seahawks minus the points, and I like the Buccaneers to cover against Buffalo. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther Parlay. Real quick before I check out, I've got some other sports. So in basketball today, I like the Jazz, the Warriors, and the Nuggets. And in hockey, I like Tampa Bay, New Jersey, and Minnesota. Max, your Minnesota Wild are playing lights out right now. Um, but yeah, so we're hanging out on Facebook. We're hanging out on Twitter. Call us out by name. We'll call you back. You guys have been calling us out by name. We're throwing Panther under the bus a little bit the last couple of days. We need to knock this shit off. But uh, most importantly, let us know what you did last week, what you're going to do this week. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.